Welcome everyone to this new oh, yeah. episode of Drunken Jurors. God damn it, Nick. You can cut his audio out. Of I know, but no, no, no. This is how it starts now. Oh, <sighs> this is awkward. Remember Fucking the good old days where I interrupt you opening a beer? Yes. I had eight of them open. What the good old days before we realized oh, to just record one beer open. Mm-hmm. Oh. I miss those days when we were alcoholics. Well, and yeah. Welcome everyone to gin and tonic. <laughs> welcome everyone to Drunken Jurors. Uh, we had a little cocktail hour in a meeting before cocktail. this. Uh, cocktail. Cocktail. Uh, I think I'm the only one to drink during it. But I'm Jeff. Uh, I'm Adam. Sure. I'm Nick. I like gin and tonics. Nick's drinking no gin cares. and tonic. I'm drinking a Coors Light. I'm drinking Smirnoff Ice Pink Lemonade, and yeah. I'll be drinking Smirnoff Ice Pineapple Lemonade later. When I'm done with my gin and tonic, I have a very no one gross, cares. very old Kona. All right. This week, we are discussing a mother who lived a double life, and the perpetrator also lived kind of a double life. That's like... That's one like of theirs was lives. much worse than the other. That's That's four. Four. but if it's worse it's like double but it's were there like kids how many kids were there a fourth wall Three, break but a fourth that's wall break that's, that's like, like six that's like walls. six walls six lives that's a what? lot of lives how what is this like a village <laughs> <laughs> what? this murder killed the village what <laughs> i don't uh everyone look on patreon for we're gonna make nick show his work for that I'm oh, post a picture of Nick's work it's all, drawn out. It's all in here. Yeah, okay. All the okay, buddy. It's all in here. I'm good at math. It's algebra three and a half. Are you good at anything? Algebra three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this week we're talking about Paige Bergfield. Um, how many? Surprisingly, how many chapters were it? Was it? Were it? <laughs> <laughs> apparently i'm a little drunk i wasn't expecting that were you trying to make a joke on the name page yes 100 percent. yeah (laughs) hey how many chapters was it shut up how many chapters were it jeff (laughs) one it's fine i i yell at morgan now (laughs) i yell at morgan now because one day she went and was stopping at a stop sign and she was like oh i gotta put on my bakes and it was pissed off, and she meant to say put on my brakes, but she said bakes, so now I constantly tell her to put on See, that's why you don't stop at stop signs. Yeah, you just roll through that shit. Flip off the cop on your way through. My sources (laughs) for this week are... um... Sucking your mom's dick. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you this funny during my JDOs? What the fuck? I wasn't drinking during your oh JDO. So <laughs> I use True Crime Case Histories Volumes 1, 2, and 3. Um, this is just Chapter 6 in one of those volumes. I don't know which one. Oh, okay. But it's by Jason Neal. How many volumes are there in total? Th- like did three. They- oh, so they didn't make a fourth. Okay. That's Apparently there's hints, no more crime. Hence the Volumes 1, 2, and 3. There's <laughs> no more crime to write volumes about, I guess. I'm... I'm really enjoying this is like going back to like not the good old days, but the good middle days of yeah. uh, debatable of, on the good on any of those. the good middle days when I went in just drinking and had no fucking clue what we were talking about. That's what you guys have been doing for months. <laughs> you just don't pay attention. Hold on, but I've added back drinking. <laughs> oh, and then my other uh, source was the 
20 for 20, the 2020, 20 for 20, whatever the fuck it's called. 20 for 20. That's so 40. The 2020 ABC fucking, okay. if you can't, if I can't have you episode, oh. which was all about this case. Okay. Paige Ber- uh, Bergfield was born on April 27th, 1973 in Atlanta, Georgia, and later in her life ended up moving to Colorado. First mistake. <laughs> Nothing good happens there. I, so, I actually don't think anything could happen to Colorado. She moves there with uh, Howard Beagler, who is that's, one of her is her first ex husband. But we'll get to the ex part later. But they that's, were that's a rough name, Howard Beagler. His name he's also called Ron in certain things that I read. Ron, so whatever. How Ron, Ron, Ron Howard? Ron, Ron Howard was a director, right? Sure. He was think. also an actor on Happy Days. I never watched that. Did you hear how the dude from Leave it to Beaver was pronounced dead and then he wasn't dead? I've heard that he's been pronounced dead, Nick. <laughs> he, he Well, he wasn't. He was pronounced dead, but then, like, his family came out and was like, hey, yeah, remember, no, he's not dead. Remember when that one guy died twice because Adam found the article a year later? Sean Connery. <laughs> yes. <laughs> also, do you remember how, even though Betty White is now officially dead, how she's died every year for the past 15 years, according to social media? Yeah. Now you know. Queen of England still alive. (laughs) So her and Howard Beagler, they were uh, teenage sweethearts. Um, Paige ended up going to Florida for school to become a midwife, but Ron followed her there. When was this? Uh, This would have been the late 80s, early 90s. Do they still have midwives? Is midwife still a profession? It's still Uh, a thing, yes. Yeah. Okay. Would you like to explain why that's weird to you? I haven't had a child. I didn't know they were midwives still. All right. right. That's it. But yeah, Ron followed Ron. Howard followed her there. I'm just going to call him Howard. This whole Ron thing's going to throw me off. Howard followed her there, and her grades started to plummet uh, so much that uh, they ended up just moving back to Colorado, and they ended up getting married. But after only two years, they ended up divorcing because she wanted kids and Ron didn't. And it was just like a teenage love thing in the first place. So so she moved from Atlanta to Florida. Colorado. To, to Florida to Colorado. Okay. I thought she moved from Atlanta to Colorado to Florida and then back to Colorado. And I'm like, why would you do that? That's what she what she did. I just said that. Oh, she did do that. Okay. Yes. Her family like moved to Colorado. And then you'll get it. It all makes sense. Okay. So then from there, we get to her second husband, who was Rob Dixon. Go ahead, make the jokes about the, Adam, that wonderful Adam, name. No, no I, I am too classy. I will drink not only with my pinky up, but with my pointer finger up. Drink without hands. My classiness. To be fair, the pointer finger up is because I just took a massive chunk out of my finger the other day at work. I thought you were going to so say I, I just took a massive shit. It, but... <laughs> I, I took a um, massive shit and didn't clean my finger up. <laughs> and it just as you do. My <laughs> you don't. I don't. You like to use toilet paper. Good old natural <laughs> scrape and flick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no if uh if, if his name was richard it would be uh dick dick, dick dixon. dixon dick dick dixon what? coming around the mountain when she comes <laughs> wait where did the 
don't know. Where did Dick Dick come from? Wouldn't it just be Dick Dixon? Where the I don't fuck know. I'm, imag- I'm imagining someone named him Richard. Dick. His name's Rich Richards the <laughs> Third. Rich Richard Dixon the Third. Richard Richard Rick. <laughs> no, that doesn't make sense. Why? I don't know. <laughs> so I don't it like does. It. It's no, Rich- I don't like it. His full proper name is Dick. No. Dick Dicker Dickerson. <laughs> yeah. It's Dixon. It's not even Dickerson. <laughs> Guys, we're not even through explaining anything to when she disappears. We're explaining her second husband. Yeah. And how many did she have? Two. Yeah, so this is the most important one, clearly. <laughs> we'll get to that. His his actual real name was Rick. Oh, wait till we get to the kids' names. Oh, <laughs> is, it Chlamyd- is it Chlamydia James and fucking no, no, you'll Hugh we'll, Dixon. We'll get, we'll get there. <laughs> Anita Dixon. Yeah. So, Rob Dixon, her second Harry ex, Dixon. was was an emergency medical technician, but he already came from wealth, and a lot of his friends said he didn't need to work. Um, the wealth he came from was his family. His parents uh, got in on cell phones when they were, like, first starting. So you can just imagine the stupid amount of money they have. Uh, uh, so much money that he had six sports cars. What, and the one he loved the most was a yellow Ferrari. Um, would you like to guess how much the, uh, the necklace that he got her was? Just um, as a, like, gift for funsies. How much it was worth? Yeah. How much he paid for it, I guess. What was the material of this necklace? Diamond. <laughs> Diamond? Okay. Four dollars. Okay. All right. All right. Adam. We're, we're going prices right rules. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> prices right rules. 401. <laughs> yeah. Well, Adam's right. <laughs> uh, $12,000. Oh, okay. Um, and the engagement ring that he got her, eighty-five thousand. Mm. <laughs> so he was rich. What part of everything I just explained? <laughs> they lived in a million-dollar house. Um, but they immediately started having kids. The first one being named Jess. That's Jess the girl. Dixon? Jess Dixon. Jess Dixon. Second, second, some Dixon. (laughs) Second, Taft. (laughs) Hold up, hold on. I need Taft that Dixon up. I I need, (laughs) I need a deep breath for this last one. I'm sorry, I shouldn't be laughing at this, but I need a deep breath for this one. (sighs) Trigger, trigger Dixon, (laughs) trigger Dixon, trigger that Dixon. (laughs) Sorry, Jeff. Sorry, Jeff. I'm chasing the high of I knocks my balls together. <laughs> I'm just chasing that high and I can't find it again. So later on in the relationship, Rob ends up making bad investments, and uh that kind of flows over into the relationship. Because what else are you gonna do when you have your parents' money and you really don't know what you're doing I with investments? Would invest in Bitcoin right now. No, no, come on. Well, this was in the what? early 2000s. Well, okay. I don't think Bitcoin was. Oh, in the it early two thousands. Yeah, early two thousands. I would one hundred 
100% invest in Radeon. Radeon? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, that's not it. No, what's the thing? <laughs> what's, the, what's the fucking company that collapsed? <laughs> Radio Shack. <laughs> I would invest in a Radio Shack. I would 100% invest in Radio Shack. Okay. Um, so he makes the bad investments, blah, blah, blah. So in 2004, as Paige went to work um, after they had, like, a fight, Rob calls her and says that if she doesn't come back, then she will find the kids all dead. Uh, police show up. No charges were filed. Because why not? Um, where is this again? Colorado. Do we know where warning, Colorado? A warning sign for later. Do we? Do you know where where in Colorado? Uh, yeah, it's uh, blah 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 blah. That that is the place in Colorado. Uh, Grand Junction. I was about to say Colorado's the place in Colorado. I'm gonna look up Grand Junction. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's it is. like it's like two hours from Denver, I believe. I like how the major landmark in Colorado was just Denver because Colorado's actually nothing. So I would months- like to point out that is more Utah than Colorado. <laughs> okay, well, months later, he was charged uh, with third degree assault for punching and slapping Paige. And then later that year, they end up divorcing. Also, um, in 2007, Paige was scared of Rob being around the kids because she wrote in a blog that her kids had asked her that earlier that if their dad would kill her. This was the this was the day of blogs. Yes, blogging. Blogging. I wrote before a blog Facebook once. when you could just murder everyone with the things they didn't care about knowing. I I wrote a blog in seventh grade. Good for you, buddy. My school made me take it down. <laughs> Too real for them. Yes, actually, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. That's why. I don't like that your school controls what you could do outside of school. This doesn't. This has nothing to do with anything, other than I once wrote a blog. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Who among us hasn't wrote a blog before? Me. You wrote a Facebook post. That's essentially a blog. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> All right. Well, you know, he's he's not wrong. <laughs> yeah. So June twenty eighth, two thousand seven, Paige ended up going to Eagle, Colorado, to have a picnic with her ex. Howard, whatever the fuck his nuts was, Bagler. Howard, whatever his nuts is, Bagler. Um, Ron. <laughs> or Ron. So later that night, Paige's daughter, Jess, who was eight at the time, calls and leaves a voicemail saying that um, to her mom saying her, that she is mean because uh, she said she would be home before dark and she wasn't. I listened to that voicemail. It was quite sad. Oh my god! Eagle, Eagle, Colorado is like fucking three miles from Grand Junction, or three hours from Grand Junction. Yeah. So the next day, her father Frank, um, also cannot get a hold of her, and then her babysitter Carol also cannot get a hold of her. Uh, Carol is going to play a factor later in this. Um, is it during but, Christmas? Sure. So this is very out of character for Paige as she loved being with her kids and she was a very good mother. Um, so Saturday, because June 28th was a Thursday, so Saturday morning, um, they end up going to the police department and file a missing persons report. And then when Frank finds out, he immediately drives 200 miles to Grand Junction from Denver. So then Saturday night at 
at uh sorry hold on he arrives and then they um end up searching the house and the property and they get a uh bloodhound in to try to get a scent of where she might have gone this i don't fully understand as if they knew she was going away for the day how is bringing a bloodhound to the house gonna help anyone wait what what yeah unless she got home and kidnapped out of the driveway so but still wouldn't you just think then that the scent was going to wherever she was going so bloodhounds are the only dogs whose evidence is actually admissible in court so like if you have a piece of clothing that belongs to a killer and a bloodhound sniffs it and the blood bloodhound alerts on a person that is admissible in court other dogs it's not admissible yeah um we'll get to that later yeah bloodhound bloodhounds really good dogs for cadavers really good dogs for tracking you do need a trail i guess i guess if you got some of her dirty laundry from the house and then went to where you thought she disappeared and then let the bloodhound go that might work yeah i don't, I don't know that's just but then why not why, why take like the bloodhound there yeah why not i don't just know bring, have someone bring the clothes <laughs> yeah I, I don't know maybe i heard it wrong but it's what it sounded like happened so then sunday night at the uh at a parking lot at 23rd and Logos, there is a car found aflame. Um, car ended up being Pages. The odd thing about the car was that it was on fire. Like, no, currently? I'm kidding. Yeah, well, it was, yes. No, that was supposed to be a joke because I just said aflame. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I no, the odd thing it. about the car was that the front seat was pushed all the way back, which meant obviously someone else had driven her car as she was not that tall i swear question. it wasn't me question and then i have a question sir sure croissant? One, how, how croissant uh how <laughs> tall was she in the lower fives okay let Two. me see if this has her for, for greater clarification was the car on fire when someone found it yes or okay so that means the killer was close Yes. Because the car was still on fire. And yet again, later. Oh, that'll okay. make sense. <laughs> that'll make sense later. Okay. Yes. I'm I'm jump I'm skipping steps. Got it. So after the car is put out and everything, um, they obviously they end up searching the car. And her daily planner was salvaged from the car as the plastic had melted over it and preserved the inside. But when they look in it, the days from the 26th to the 29th had all been ripped out and were gone. Was that around this time? Yes, she was. She got the last time she was seen the morning of the 28th. Okay. So this would be the 30th that they find the car. Okay. So backtracking a little bit to uh, explain a little bit more about Paige's life. After the second divorce, she fell on hard times with the uh, with keep because she ended up keeping the kids and the house. Uh, but her ex wasn't helping with the kids of the house and she was used to living the high life uh she was living in the million dollar home paying six thousand dollars a month for mortgage three kids million dollar house six hundred thousand in mortgage payments a month and it was a million dollar house Mm -hmm. now i'm not a mathematician i only i only passed algebra 3.5 um if I remember correctly, 
five hundred thousand is half of a million dollars. Mm-hmm. You'd think so, that. So she got a two-month mortgage, <laughs> which is shocking that someone would lend at those rates. She got a two-month mortgage. What? It's a million-dollar house. Yeah. Six hundred thousand in mortgage payments. Six thousand. <laughs> so you, someone said six hundred thousand. If I did, I'm sorry, but I definitely okay. meant six thousand. I think I said six thousand, but well, if I didn't, the, the audience will know. Yeah, yeah, we'll find. I'll figure it out in editing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and if if, if I did, case, I'm sorry. The the alcohol. And, and if I'm wrong, I'm fucking stupid. Which is again, not good at math. That's a soundbite right there. <laughs> I'm fucking stupid. So how she ended up paying for this stuff was she started selling uh, like kitchen, like utensils and pans and stuff through Pampered Chef. Giving da- She opened up like dance studios for kids and she made nursing slings. Why does that sound but like that's an MLS? Also, what? Why does it sound like an MLMS, a multi-level marketing scheme? Which one? The pampered chef selling. Well, it was her. Well, it was her business, from what I believe. Okay, Okay. it wasn't like the North America shit. I don't think so. I think it, from what it sounded like, it was her business, but I could be wrong. But all right, so it wasn't KitchenAid. Um, but that's not including what she did in her uh, little double life that we'll get to later. Would you guys like to guess what she did as her in her double life? Prostitution. I kind of thought that, but no, that's not that's not saucy that's enough. That's two on the head. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's got she's got. Dixon I just like Nick saying it's not saucy enough. That's that's Dixon. I like to think that she, with a husband, she was she was a gambling auctioneer, with a husband named Dixon. I like to think that. She to be fair, her she double was also life, named Dixon, but her double exactly her <laughs> double life was as a uh, diplomatic emissary from Djibouti. Dixon working for Djibouti. Think about it; it would work. I don't want to think about it. All right, Djibouti, well, Djibouti known for no nope. hiring. Nope, we're gonna Americans. skip over that. No, okay. We're yeah, skip over that, and we're gonna go back. Wait until to I'm now, right. Wait until after right. she's gone missing, they find the car. They end up getting over 200 people to search for Paige for months. Um, after 24 days, her father starts searching the Colorado River, and after months, they end up finding nothing. Later on, though, along Highway 50, a motorist pulls over to change a flat tire, and out of pure fucking luck, they pulled over at a perfect spot to find Paige's checkbook followed by business cards and other personal items. So out of just pure luck, someone's... Also, I don't get how they... I don't know. I guess I don't know how much they looked, but also this is like in the spot where it starts to become mountainous. So it's like desert and mountainous in this section. Yeah. So They're in eastern Colorado. So they end up talking to Carol, aka the babysitter again. And she brings up that... um, she brings up a night that Paige had a call to meet someone at her office, even though it was closed. So later at night, um, she said that um, when she was there, she saw a white truck drive by. And then when she went to leave the office and she was headed towards her car, the truck drove towards her 
as she, and she just ended up running to her car and the truck just sped off. Uh, so later on, the police end up finding out. Uh, they found out that after hours at her office, she ran a business called Models Inc. Um, at this business, she would give massages for a higher price, but at a higher price, she would do them topless. The average price was four hundred to four hundred fifty dollars, and for each article of clothing that basically she wasn't wearing, the price went up. Um, Howard, her ex, knew about it, and he told the police that there was no sexual touching or intercourse, intercourse of any kind. But it was possible since it was um, the police thought it was possible since it was labeled an escort bit service. But there's no proof that she ever ended up having sexual How, relations. Who labeled with it an escort service? She did on like websites, but it was like a massage escort service thing. I'm assuming this was some dark web shit. Yeah, or like yeah, Craigslist say, and shit like that, or something. Because it's Craigslist. Yeah, I was gonna say because uh. I'm going to point out. She put, she put, Colorado uh, does not have legal prostitution. She put it in the newspaper. She put that in the newspaper at one point. Her name was Carrie, though, for those. Carrie, this Dixon. Oh my God. It's good. That was a good one. That was a good one. Shut the fuck up. Carrie, Carrie, Miss Dixon. That's good. That's good. So, uh, Adam was right, by the way. So, uh, not right, but he was the closest with prostitution. I could have sworn she was an emissary for Djibouti. I'm still pretty sure she's a gambling auctioneer. (laughs) (laughs) I can get behind this. So they then find out that on that night that she went missing, she had multiple calls from men looking for her services. They end up, the police end up putting together a list of people through phone records and stuff like that. Obviously, the first person after she's kidnapped for and everything that they look at are her exes the first one obviously being rob dixon uh rob's alibi though was the fact that he was over two thousand miles away at his new house in philadelphia that checks out so in phone records prove that and then obviously the next one is going to be howard because he was with her that day tunnels but yet again phone records show that he was back in uh i don't he lived like two hours away or something he was back in like his home city while she was back uh like in uh whatever the fuck this place is called grand junction so then they end up going through this list they uh and they start bringing in suspects and stuff one of those suspects is lester jones and the more i talk right now the more you're gonna piece this together and it's just so stupid lester jones is an rv mechanic who was a client of hers at one point, and he drove a white Dodge pickup truck. He was married, and he had a long criminal history. Uh, The shop he worked at was only a couple hundred feet from the parking lot that her car was found burning in. If you were to walk out the door, you could look across the street at the parking lot. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And like I said, a year around a year prior, he had used her for a massage service. Okay. Um, Lester does end up calling her the day prior to her disappearance, but Paige is worried that he knows her real identity, so he sends Carol instead, the babysitter. Also, I would like to point out the babysitter, quite an old lady. Her name's Carol. 
she's like probably twice the age of Paige. Like in her sixties. Okay. Early seventies, okay. maybe. Um. so weird so carol shows up and when she arrives uh she's obviously scared of lester because uh lester is a large man lester is six foot four 270 pounds which is exactly what i am and apparently i'm a scary large man yes um he says he want uh that he ends up wanting sex and she tells him to call a different escort service because she isn't gonna have sex with him um, they end up talking for a while, and he is clearly obsessed with Paige, and he knows that she is Rob's ex-wife, and that he knew that the first time he saw her. So her whole secret identity, he already knew who she was. Why, I don't know. So when he is first interviewed by the police, he is cooperative. He does give them DNA, fingerprints, and keys to his truck, because he is a smart criminal. As we all know from criminals in the Colorado area, cooperating with the police is the smartest thing you can do because it always lets you get away with everything. Yes. Colorado <laughs> police or something else. They find out that before Paige disappeared, she got five calls from a track phone. They questioned him about the track I phone. I remember track phone. That yeah. shit was fucking something else. <laughs> Walmart's cell phone service. Like, um, I, I had multiple track phones. That was the time. That's something I haven't thought of in years. So, they question about it. He says, no, I've never bought a track phone. So, they go to the shop that he worked at, and the police found at his, in like his little desk office area of the mechanic shop, they find Viagra, condoms, a black Victoria's Secret bra, and a gas can under his desk. They asked everyone else who worked there if it was common for you to have a gas can, and they said no. They're lying. Then, in the trash, in the trash, they found the packaging for a track phone. And then they go to the Walmart. They they backtrack, find out where it was sold. Was that a Walmart? Obviously, because that's who sells fucking track phones. And they find out. They go there. They pull the video. It's fucking him. (laughs) so after that they end up flying in trained dogs to sniff the car and uh they hit on the smell of death in the back seat and the scent of lester in the driver's seat um but this is not admissible in court because either it wasn't bloodhounds or because they didn't have a body and just the use of those scents wasn't going to mean jack shit or both. Either or. So, with that, it's pretty much all the info they have right now. They're pretty sold that it's him, and so is the prosecutor, but the prosecutor is refusing to do anything without a body, which is understandable because you're going off a lot of hypotheticals Bodies in this are, scenario. Or murders are really hard <laughs> to convict without a body. Like, like almost impossible. Yeah. Because, it, like, remember, kids, Beyond reasonable doubt, if you don't have a body, there's reasonable doubt the person's still alive. Exactly. There's 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 a solid case to be made that without a body, there is no way to convict murder. So in March of 2012, remember she disappeared in 2007. 
March of 2012, a hiker found human remains in a dried up riverbed not far from where Paige's personal items were found off of Highway 50. Odd to me, but maybe that river wasn't dried up back then. Um, But too much time had passed to determine what the cause of death was as there was no more tissues. It was just a skeletal, just a skeleton. Um, But they did see that there was duct tape wrapped around the skull, which meant obviously something had happened so they immediately arrest lester after they find out that it was her lester molester so they arrest lester and now they start going to trials trials are interesting because he has multiple remember this is all done in 2012 lester gets convicted in 2017 was it a capital punishment case no it's colorado they don't have it. Why the fuck? Because Chris Watts so would have probably got it. Why the fuck did it take five years? So. And how do you have multiple trials? Were, were these appeals? Mm-mm. One of them was Mistra. Okay. What? Who fucked up? Who didn't? Who? We'll get who, there. Who fought a, put a French fry in the evidence? So bag? after he is arrested in November of 2000. By the way, he's not arrested until 2014. God damn it. So. Um, Why didn't he run? <laughs> I don't know. He was probably watched pretty heavily. Um, so November 2014 is when he's arrested and he is charged with first degree murder, second degree murder, and kidnapping in relation to Paige Bergfield's death. His trial began in July of 2016, nine years after disappearance. So he was probably just in prison this entire time as they set up everything for some reason. Um, was he rich? No. He was an RV mechanic. What makes you think he was rich? There you go. I was wondering what <laughs> what denied them bail. The first degree murder charge? The multiple murder charges? <laughs> I guess multiple murder charges that would do it. Um, so he did have prior incidents of using violence to control women and he had become frustrated uh, that he couldn't see her again after using her services once before which is what the prosecution kind of built their motive around for him. Prosecution? Yeah, the prosecutors laid out You that said prostitution. I said prosecutors. I'm pretty sure you said prosecutor. Ah. I heard prosecutors. Jeff will find out in the edit. Yep. I'm pretty sure I said prosecutors. That one I'm fairly certain of. So, Watch, he says something that's neither. He's going to dub over it. Everything that's been said through this entire episode has been, yeah, <laughs> drunkenly. So, are you Jones, not supposed to put rip, rip and all in your own drink? No. So, Jones's ex wife um, was a star witness for the prosecution. Uh, she testifi- testified that in the late 1990s, Joe kidnapped her at gunpoint and threatened to kill her. <laughs> Who among us? Lisa had split up with Lester and he was not willing to accept that. And then she had taken up with a younger man and ultimately Mr. Jones then had then followed the two of them. <laughs> Lisa then said that Jones chased after her and Joe's her new man and that Jones had shot a gun at him. One shot grazed Joe's head. And then Lisa later got a restraining order but says that Jones still couldn't let her go. Then less than a month later, he showed up in her home and threatened her with a gun again. 
They then got into a car together, and Jones took uh, Lisa for a ride. Basically, that's yeah. He ends up kidnapping her. He ends up letting her go because she calls the police. <laughs> After 22 days of testimony and closing arguments, the jury was unable to reach a verdict, and a mistrial was declared on September 9th of 2019. Which thence the prosecution immediately <laughs> set up for a retry. Yeah. So then the second trial began November 21st, 2016, just 10 weeks after the first trial. Hold on. That doesn't add up because didn't he? Yeah, I don't know. That works. Yeah, that makes sense. Those, those numbers add up there, my guy. Good, good, good. Trial dates are confusing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So in this one, they like brought up that apparently the vehicle that was driving around on the surveillance video, that, that white vehicle was actually a Chevy Impala, which I don't know if you know this, but trucks and cars look nothing alike. But whatever. Uh, he does drive a white Dodge uh, pickup truck, though. So they end up uh, the jury this time ended up having four days of deliberation after which they returned with a guilty verdict on all counts. Lester Jones was found guilty of first-degree murder, felony murder, um, second-degree murder for knowingly causing the death of Paige Bergfield and kidnapping. Uh, the judge then gave out the only sentence that Colorado law allows, which is life without possibility of parole. Fun little fact, though. Um, a little over a month ago, I believe um, the appeals court vacated part of Jones's conviction, but his sentence didn't change. They threw the kidnapping in with the first degree murder because the, the, it was a lesser charge that was part of the larger charge. Well, let me see if I can find this. Um, a three judge panel of appeals court, um, of the appeals court upheld his murder convictions. It concluded that the lesser kidnapping charge had to be merged with the felony murder charge because it was an underlying offense. Okay. What does that mean? I have no fucking clue. Interesting. Yeah, that's that's all I got for you, though. He's still in prison. I think he's okay. like 71 now. I believe. So yeah, that's, that's the story of uh, Paige uh, Brickfield. I do like any side Double notes life. there, my boys? Anything you got any thoughts after all that? So my uh one thought I'm my brain still hurts on the whole not getting arrested for two years after being charged with murder. Yeah, I don't know why that happened. Let me see if I can look that up. Because like, why didn't he run? He had an RV, just go. He was probably under surveillance. You live in the mountains. You're in Colorado. He doesn't live in the fucking mountains. <laughs> he could go. He could. Oh. I granted, I wouldn't, you know, murder a prostitute personally. It's just not my vibe. Not yet. She's not even a prostitute. She is a topless masseuse. Be respectful, Nick. My apologies. I don't. It doesn't say. I don't know. If anyone knows, uh, I don't know. Add us on social media. Anyone right. got anything else? 
no, just problems with that. And oh, that's understandable. Yeah. Um, look forward to some guests in the near future for Drunken Jurors, and some more. I mean, we're getting back into the swing of things with Drunken Jurors, so hopefully, some more in-depth stuff. It's been later. a rough vibe lately. It has been a rough vibe. Hopefully, we can get into some a uh, little bit more in-depth stuff. We still really want to do Donner Party sometime soon, so hopefully, I can start looking to that. What for eight for seventeenth-century German murders? <laughs> Truth. absolute slut no 19th century yeah i was gonna say that seems a little too far back that six yeah imagine a murder in the 1600s i mean it happened but, germany wasn't even a imagine the coverage we would have for that yeah. <laughs> the amount of information we could go into would be so minimal yeah no i'm, I'm now determined to find like we have a good murder. amount for jack the ripper but look how long it took everyone to put together who jack the ripper was i mean um the yeah the jack the ripper is uh beth may what was it what was the farm okay. chef uh only the... their patrons will understand that <laughs> what was the what was the farm that we did in germany the interkaifek interkaifek thank you uh interkaifek they found out the murder like fucking five years ago and they just didn't release yeah it. They, they just refused to release it yeah, yeah it would affect That's the family oh okay thanks <laughs> Ah uh, yes, hundred over a hundred plus years later it would change that, so much. Honestly, the, the only way that just means like one of the killer's descendants is one hundred percent a politician. One hundred percent a politician. What if it was Angela Merkel? What if, what if it was the chancellor? What if that was like a grandfather? That's the that's the new conspiracy. That's your conspiracy for the day. The killer of Hinterkaifeck was the ancestor of Angela Merkel. Also, if you haven't listened to our episode on Hinterkaifeck, go listen to it. It's just me and Nick who had two. It's only me and Nick for that episode, and we both had two uh, different sources. And it's like us going through it, but realizing yeah. that our sources are not at all collaborating. It's yep. us giving And we were it. drunk. <laughs> yeah. It's just us breaking down each other's points. Yeah. Well, no, this is how the house was set up. The house was not set up. <laughs> I have pictures. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, good times. Well, good thanks times, everyone for listening. Um, if you go down to the uh, description of this episode, you can find our link tree. You click on that, it'll take you to our link tree. Fun fact, amazing how that works. It's not OnlyFans, I promise. Wink, wink. But it'll I, have I all of our social media. I still want to make an OnlyFans for us at some point. <laughs> want to. Um, Just so release our Patreon stuff on OnlyFans. <laughs> it has all of our has all of our social medias. Um, anywhere you can find our podcast. And it has our Patreon now. Right? It's Patreon now? God, it's yes. so confusing now. <laughs> yes, Patreon. So our actual Patreon. And you can go to that and you can choose the $1 tier and get access to our Discord server and our movie podcast that Adam and I do, which is uberously fun because I don't watch movies and Adam loves movies. So it's me watching movies I've never seen thinking most of them kind of suck. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when the ones this, Adam really likes. Uh, when did this come out? Yeah, so we just had an episode uh, where Jeff hated the movie that I loved. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you'll have to become a patron to find out, Nick. Thanks. Yeah, cool. Thanks. I'm sorry. <laughs> or just fucking go look at the fucking document that <laughs> yeah. you also have access to. Uh, the $3 tier, you get to watch all of our episodes on edited videos, at least from when we started doing it. And year two <laughs> yeah so 
all of, uh, the jokes that don't get to make it or are bullshit rambling or if Nick gets up and leaves for a long period of time. But outside of that, yeah, I mean... Oh, uh, also in there now is the Misfit Factions website that you can go to. And check that out. Yeah, go check out. All, yeah, go check out all their stuff. Our stuff's up there. Their stuff's really good. They're really fun. They've been on this podcast now. And yeah, uh, one of them will be on Drunken Jurors at some point, if not both. We'll see how that works out schedule. But yeah, I think uh, there's three of them actually. No, there's two. Two of them right. do like everything, I think, and then one of them that just does the nerd stuff. Oh, oh. Nick, do the rock. 